Hello, everybody. Welcome back to an all-new Whole Creations. I'm your host, Ryan Odman. Today, I'm going to be speaking again on John 9, verses 6 through 12. Let's do it. I'm going to go ahead and pray. And uh, yeah, for those of you who are not Jesus Christ believers, it is okay. Um, but yeah, if you want to stay, stay. If you don't, it is all good. But I'm going to go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for those who are listening right now. I just pray for your gigantic glory to just fall on the people that are willing to listen to willing to be to hear and uh, to see your goodness father i just pray for anybody that's out there just let them have ears to hear and hearts to have great understanding father um thank you in jesus name amen all right so in john chapter nine let's get it all right so as we're following up, remember that Jesus was talking to his disciples about the guy who was blind. And the guy that was blind, he was blind since he was born. And the disciples asked him, Jesus, who sinned? Was it this guy or was it his parents? And Jesus said, it's not about who sinned. It's about that the works of God could be revealed. That whatever the fallen world or the enemy meant for harm, God could turn it around and use it for his glory. And so in the same way in your life, You may be facing something where it looks like all hope is gone. Just like this one blind guy, all hope was gone for him, but God turned it around through Jesus Christ. So in the same way, he can turn it all around in your life, just like he's turning it around in my own life. He's turning it all around in people that are willing to receive him's life. So he said that as long as 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 I am in the world, I am the light of the world. I'm going to be the one that restores hope to people. I'm going to be the one that does the miraculous. In the same way, Jesus has given us, the church, his authority. I'm not talking about a building. I'm talking about people. People that have said yes to Jesus Christ as Lord, as Savior, as King. Jesus Christ has given the authority to us believers today for doing miraculous, healing the sick, cleansing people that are, that are that may feel spiritually dirty, but he wants to do something powerful, not just in my own life, but in your life. And I'm really, I really believe that with all my heart. So anyway, verse six, it says, when he, Jesus had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. So, if you can imagine, Jesus went ahead, he spat on the ground, and he made clay out of his saliva, and he put it on the blind guy's eyes. Verse 7, it says, And Jesus said to the blind person, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So Jesus sends this guy to a body of water to wash his eyes. So the blind man, the blind man, he he went and he washed and came back seeing. So get this, this guy, he didn't question Jesus. He didn't say, what are you doing? Why is all this mud in my eyes? This guy just went ahead and walked to wash his face. How often in our own lives, when God calls us to do something, I know this, I don't know about you, but for me, I question God. I'm like, God, what are you talking about? This doesn't look like there's any hope. It looks so bad. 
God, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, God? You know, I, I came out here to, I'm out here in North Carolina and I was hoping that there would be a, a film assignment for me out here. And I came out here and it turns out there isn't. So I was feeling kind of sad. I'm like, dang, like, like, what is this? What, what is this God? Like, but God was helping me to realize that that was a closed door. And there's some wisdom behind that, that I could have followed, but I chose not to. And, um, all that being said, sometimes when God calls us to take a chance or walk in faith, it may seem scary at times. Um, but you just got to believe that God is good and he knows what's best. And so I kind of needed this week here in North Carolina to help me realize, okay, because um, I've been on a journey of trying to find a job in broadcasting and I thought there was something potentially here in North Carolina um, but God's giving me more clarity that he's bringing me the right job. And I believe it's in California, in California. So in the same way, God gives us ideas, he gives us visions and he doesn't quite tell us how it's going to look. Um, but we just got to believe that God is leading us and he rewards those who diligently seek him in faith. And so I'm kind of happy about this week of me finding out the answer to North Carolina because it, it gave me this time of clarity, but also that time to be with the Lord and just realize that, hey, you know what? God's got me and um, I just want, I want him. I want him in every part of my life and every season of my everything. And so it's okay. This season has taught me a lot. I need to be more wiser in my decision making and and knowing that as long as I'm walking with God, he will meet me where I'm at. So he sends this person that was blind and this guy goes ahead and he washes his face and he's able to see. He's able to see. Jesus said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. He sends him off. Siloam means sent. So Jesus sent this person off and the blind person who was originally blind, but he could see, followed through on what Jesus was calling him to do. Follow what Jesus is calling you to do, young brother, young sister out there. He has you. He has you. And if you took the wrong turn, don't worry. He'll guide you in the right direction. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. Verse 8, therefore the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, is this not he who sat and begged? So get this, this guy that could now see, he walked into town and people were looking at him just like amazed, like what the heck? Wasn't this person blind? Wasn't he begging for money, for scraps from us? Verse 9, some said, this is he. Others said, he is like him. The blind person, the originally blind person who could now see, he said, I am that person. So in that same way, maybe God did something in your life. He did something very miraculous, very strategic. Something that's so powerful, so worthy. 
and people look at you and they see something different about your life. Hello, that's who Jesus is. He delivers us from darkness into light. And so in the same way, my, my hope is that maybe you just said yes to Jesus and he's doing a transformation. He's doing something so new in your heart, in your life. Come on, come on. He wants to do it even more. It's not just a one-time deal. He transforms. He takes us from glory to glory. He takes us where nobody thought was possible for us. You see, I was once this person that wasn't able to talk, and God gave me the ability to speak and to do the extraordinary, to do public speaking. I'm going to be speaking at a foster care um, graduation in a few days, and I'm excited. And it just comes with Jesus taking hold. So back to the text. This guy was not able to see, but now he's able to see. He was disabled from his vis visual life, but now he's able to be able to see because of what Jesus did here at Whole Creations. We're about helping people to know that they're not disabled, but that they're able in Christ Jesus. Come on. Woo! Man, I, I feel the fire on that one. But maybe you feel disabled in the situation. I want to help you to realize Actually, not even me. God wants to help you to realize that you are able. You are very able to accomplish so much more than you could ever imagine. So be encouraged, brother and sister out there. Therefore, verse 10, therefore, they said to him, how were your eyes opened? Verse 11, this guy answered and said, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So this guy gave his testimony. This guy gave his testimony. So I went and I washed and I received sight. There you have it. Jesus did it. Jesus, 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 Jesus did this. He made this person that was disabled through his eyes into being able to see. So the same way, he'll do the same thing in your life. All it takes is a little faith. Faith is a mustard seed, the Bible calls it in Matthew 13. So in the same way, my prayer for anybody out there that's wondering, that's struggling to believe that God can do the extraordinary, he is so much more than able. And um, verse 12, then they said to him, where is Jesus? He said, I do not know. We'll follow up more on verse 13. Um, next week, but I really want to encourage you all out there. Actually, let me go into verse 13. They brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. So Jesus was breaking down religious barriers because the Pharisees, the Sadducees in that day had it in a certain way that you couldn't do anything on the Sabbath day. But they were being hypocritical about it. But the thing is, Jesus, in Mark 3, I was reading this last night. Mark 3 said, on the Sabbath, is it permitted, is it lawful to do what is good, to save life, or to do what is evil and let things die? And Jesus is helping the Pharisees to see that it's about the goodness of God on any given day. doesn't matter if it's a rest day or on a working day. What matters is doing the will of God, and God is good. So therefore, whatever you do, let it be unto the Lord kingdom-mindedness. 
is what Jesus is after. And what is the life of the kingdom? It's to love with God with all your heart, spirit, soul, body, mind. And with all of your life, you're supposed to love other people. To love God means to love people. And so Jesus was loving this person that was formerly blind on doesn't matter what day. So in the same way, I've been realizing in my own life, it's not about what religion religion teaches. It's about what you do and what you don't do. What God teaches about who you love, you're loving unto He. It's all about love in the kingdom of God. It's not about, oh, I can't do this. I can't, I can't drink. I can't, I can't smoke. Oh, I... Guys, it's about love. Love conquers everything in the kingdom of God. It's not about what you can do or you can't do. I can do whatever the heck I want if I want to. But the love of God helps me to, to do certain things because Christ so loved me. And so it changes my lifestyle because I want to live a life of love. Romans, wait, no, Ephesians 5 says, live a life of love. Live in the light as Christ is in the light. Love as Christ has loved you. So, and by our love to one another, they shall know that we are of Jesus. I'm paraphrasing the heck out of that verse. I'm trying to find that one verse. Okay, for the kingdom of God is not about what you can eat or what you can't drink or what you can eat or what you, what you can eat or can or cannot eat, or what you can or cannot drink, I'm paraphrasing, but it's of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So we're called to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, who is God, by the way, the Spirit of Jesus. We are called to live a life unto the Lord through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. The Holy Spirit dwells in me. And if you said yes to Jesus Christ, then the Holy Spirit dwells in you. The spirit of truth, the spirit of love, the spirit of joy is in Jesus. So in the same way, if you have said yes to Jesus, then the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and you are called to live a life unto Jesus. And those same works that Jesus did by healing the person, you can heal somebody that's blind. You can bring hearing to those who are deaf. You can do something powerful in somebody's life. I was speaking to this person who was homeless at Skid Row um, a couple weeks ago, and I was saying, hey, in the name of Jesus, you are pure, you are holy, you are clean, and you're righteous. And this guy was just like, he was blown. He's like, in the state I'm in, you're speaking this over me? It's faith that makes the difference. It's the spirit that brings life. The flesh profits nothing. It's not about behavior. It's not about behavior modifications. It's about an inward transformation through the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit helps you to realize who you originally were supposed to be before the fall. And that's a whole other thing. But I just want to encourage you out there. You better know that God loves you and that he wants a relationship with you. So Heavenly Father, I pray for anybody out there that's listening. May they experience your goodness and your grace, gifting them with life everlasting. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And just know, Jesus loves you. He really loves you with everything. Doesn't matter if you're gay, lesbian, transgendered, Jesus Christ always loves you. Come see him for who he truly is because he is the God of love. I know that's very, 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 very bold of me to say, but he loves the LGBTQ community. Just come. Don't worry about changing. It ain't, it ain't about that. It's about having a relationship 
with Jesus Christ. Come and seek him for yourself.